Welcome to the Genealogy Gems Podcast, providing quick and innovative ways to make the absolute most out of your research time and creative ideas for sharing and displaying your family history. I'm your host, Lisa Louise Cook. Thanks so much for joining me today for episode 32 of the Genealogy Gems Podcast. I want to send out my thanks this week to Dear Myrtle for blogging about the Genealogy Gems podcast this week on her blog. She is such a dear lady, and I hope you got a chance to listen to my one-on-one interview with her in episode 27. Myrtle has been blogging and writing about genealogy for years and was one of the pioneer genealogy podcasters. So um, she's just got so much to offer. I encourage you to check out her blog and definitely to listen to that episode. Um, It was a lot of fun talking with her at a recent conference in Utah. I'll have a link to her website, which includes her podcast, her blog, and her book, Dear Myrtle's Joy of Genealogy, in the episode 32 show notes. Well, let's see what else has been going on this week. Oh, yes, I can read your emails and prepare for my podcast now at the dining room table in the garden, on the front porch, because we have gone wireless. (laughs) My husband and my uncle went out last week and they bought a wireless router for our internet connection. And then on Sunday, my son-in-law came over and helped my husband to install it. Wireless internet has absolutely set me free. (laughs) My laptop travels the house with me and I'm not banished to my home office any longer. I can be out and about wherever I need to be in the house, and um, have it all available to me. I was really skeptical about whether or not having a wireless internet connection was going to seem much different, but it really is. It's hard to explain, but, you know, even with my laptop, I can take it upstairs to my craft room, and I'm doing some ironing, you know, and I can listen to podcasts, and I can watch a movie or a television show, my DVD player, so... It's awesome. Thank goodness for husbands and son-in-laws. Well, let's get to some of these emails that I have received this week. Here comes the mailbox. Bring me a letter from my old hometown. One with some jokes from my old pal Jim Brown. Bring me a letter from that girl of mine. Bring Me a Letter from My Old Hometown, performed by Reese Billy Jones on Edison Records in 1918. Oh, I love those old songs. Can't resist it. That was courtesy of the University of Santa Barbara. In an email from Dave Green comes this terrific find that he has made on eBay. He writes, I haven't thought to look there for family mementos, And as you guys know, we talked about um, eBay in a much earlier episode of Genealogy Gems podcast and how you can find great 
um, family history mementos and information on there. But he writes, I typed in the tiny town of Fiat, Indiana, and it came back with a matchbook from the store that my grandparents had owned there. Thanks for the valuable gem. Oh, that is so exciting. Go to episode 32, the show notes at genealogygems.tv, and you can see that matchbook that Dave found. It says right on there, Green's Grocery, and it's wonderful. I am so excited for you. It's just simple little things like that, but boy, when you see your family's name on something and you know that this was something that they would have used or been giving out for their um, promotions, for their business, I just think that's awesome. So thanks so much for sharing that, Dave. Hey, and Dave also took the plunge and he Simpsonized himself after listening to Genealogy for the Next Generation in episode 31. So um, go to the website at genealogygems.tv, click on the listener button, and you will see uh, Dave Simpsonized on the listener page. Thanks for sharing that, Dave. And this week, I got an email from Judy in Memphis, and she writes... Hi, Lisa. A few weeks ago, I contacted you and said I was going to do the Sweet Memories candy bars this Christmas. I remember that. And she says, I thought you would enjoy seeing how they turned out. I have only actually put the candy in two of them to try it out, but we'll wait until closer to Christmas so the candy can be fresh. I used the 3.5 ounce Dove bars, dark chocolate. Yum. Good choice, Judy. I will send them to 47 people. Wow in the family who will enjoy the candy and hopefully the memories. The front says, in memory of Daddy, who she says his name was Kenneth, who gave us our love of chocolate, and Mother, her name was Mildred, who made all those wonderful desserts. Love, Judy. The three children on the front are my two sisters and me at Christmas about 1946, and the picture on the back is of the same children and our parents about 1960. I hope they enjoy this little gift. Thanks so much for the idea. Again, I love the podcast and have gotten a lot of useful information. You make it really fun. Well, thank you, Judy. You have made this really fun. I love your candy bar. And all of you can go and see Judy's new um, Sweet Memories candy bar on the episode 32 show notes. I'll have her photograph there. Thank you for sharing that, Judy. That is so cool. And it's fun to see these ideas coming to life in so many different ways. You know, I'm so glad to hear and see the gems that you guys have been putting into practice. It's so much fun to incorporate our family history into the holidays and our gift giving and our creative pursuits. Well, with November fast approaching and the holidays are just around the corner, I think it's a good time to make preparations while you have some time to enjoy doing it. So coming up next, we'll be making a gorgeous family history Christmas wreath.
This week, I am very pleased to be publishing my first Christmas project instructional video sharing with you how to create your own family history Christmas wreath. This wreath is so beautiful, and I'm really excited to have found a way to incorporate more wonderful family photos into our holiday decorations. I've done my best to give you a step-by-step -step instruction so that you can make your wreath right along with me. And I really hope that you will enjoy watching the videos and making the wreath. I'm sure the video production quality isn't perfect, but I really wanted to share this with you and I hope that you find it worthwhile. So to watch the four-part video, which in total runs about 35 minutes, go to genealogygems.tv and click the resource button, and then click on Family History Christmas Wreath. And as usual, I'll have the show notes on the podcast page, and you'll be able to see videos and, and information there as well. I've broken the video into four parts um, to make it easier for me to publish and for you to view. So um, be sure and, and watch all four episodes. I really hope that you will take the time to create this lovely wreath. I had so much fun making it and picking out all of the, the doodads that were going to go on it and coordinating the colors. And I've already gotten oohs and ahs from people who have seen it. So I guarantee if you invest your love and time into making the wreath, it will be appreciated by everyone who sees it. And I would love to see your finished projects. So email me a photo, as Judy from Memphis did with her Christmas candy bars, and I'd love to share it with the listeners. I know it would be an inspiration for all of us. Well, now, since you have a four-part video to watch, I won't take up any more of your time this week. So enjoy the project, and be sure to email a link to your friends so that they can get started making a wreath, too. You don't have to be a genealogist to share your family photos. And check in at the genealogygems.tv website this week. There are lots of new things, some of which you will see listed on the homepage. So as always, thanks for listening, friend. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon.